Greetings. Welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate friendships, personal growth, education services, and also serve as host for these podcasts. Offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. Friendship Services was established to offer personal retreats of self-study. It began at a land-based vacation in Galveston, Texas, known as Friendship House. These personal retreats of self-study were also offered on cruise ships sailing the world. Since that formation of Friendship Services many years ago, there have been many definitions of what the word friend means to the various people who have participated in our personal retreat programming. I believe a friend is someone with whom I, James Huey, can be myself. This other individual gives me the same gift in return. We give the same gift to each other, an opportunity for us to be ourselves. This guideline of living, like many of the guidelines we discuss on these podcasts, may be very easy to say, but it usually can be very difficult to implement and make part of our everyday lives. An old adage, once again, it is easy to say, but it is hard to do. Going back when I was a young child, finding and keeping friends was relatively easy for me. First, like others of my age, I was seeking to find friends in my peer group. Finding friends is easier when everyone around you is doing the very same thing. Second, qualifications to be my friend were easy to meet. Almost anyone who did not dislike me and anyone who did not participate in bullying me due to my limited athletic abilities, they were eligible and often eagerly accepted by me in friendship. As the years have passed, the situation in finding and maintaining friendships evolved into new standards, qualifications, and behaviors. People came into my life made their mark in some unique manner, and then often passed out of my world, just as I did for them. Being in a military family certainly did help that occur. Unlike childhood, I have found as an adult that some people had a numerical limit on the number of people allowed in their friendship circle. I discovered that appearance, race, parental status, maturity, various types of popularity, similar interests, etc., all of these led to the arrival and departure of friends in my life. A major change for me in finding peer group friends was graduation from college and graduate school. After graduating, I became aware the number of people who were actually present and available to build a friendship seemed to decrease in number. Fortunately, as an adult, I was able to then travel, and I moved a great deal 
to increase the number of locations in which to seek friendships. I have always considered myself fortunate in the special individuals that I have had as friends over the years. Even though many have entered and left my life, each did make a unique mark on me in some manner. And I still believe that the process was reciprocated. My presence in another's life marked their lives in some way. My own biological family is small in number. I feel blessed to be able to enlarge my social family unit by building friendships through the power of choice. I believe that concept that goes like this. Friends are the family that we choose for ourselves, and if one comes from a small family, it is neat to know that one can enlarge that family by the power and activities of choice. It is still an honor to me when someone gives me the gift of choosing me to be a friend. I value highly that same gift when given to another. I have always felt especially blessed for the individuals who have shared a friendship with me for a very long period of time. I call these individuals my historical friends. We share the importance of history together, whether that be in years or decades. It doesn't end after 60 days. They are there year after year through all of the changes taking place in my life and the changes taking place in their lives. These individuals seek to actively participate in my world, and I seek to participate in theirs. These persons are available for conversations and problem solving. They offer me non-questionable gifts of directness, caring, creativity, and honesty. I seek to be available for conversation. I seek to give them gifts of directness, caring, and honesty. But most of all, the gift that I consider the most valuable gift that I, James Huey, have to offer another person, friend or not, is the gift of listening hospitality. I care and I like to listen. As I live the senior years portion of my life journey, I grow even more appreciative of the significant roles these treasured historical friends play in the quality of my life. In addition to being aware of historical friends, I have become more aware of how holes are developing and apparently seem to be on a continuing path to continue to develop within my friendship circle. Over the years of studying the characteristics and dynamics of friendships, there seem to be certain consistencies of behaviors and attitudes that remain with many individuals on their life journey. Each of us seems to develop patterns early in our lives that we continue into our senior years. Personal retreating and self-study help us understand the patterns that we have chosen to develop and most important, the patterns that we continue to keep, especially the ones that we like and find work as contrasted with the ones that may have worked when we were younger, but are not working at the present time. In the early years, we seek to understand the meaning of friendships and the values that they have to ourselves, as well as the people who are important in our lives, such as our parents. 
As stated before, during childhood, a friend was anyone who did not actively dislike me. Fortunately, and I believe all of us evolve through this process, we each grow more selective in who we want and offer the gift of our friendship. Just as other people do in deciding whether we are going to be offered the gift of friendship from them. As the years continue to pass, I find myself selecting and being selected by individuals as friends for a wide variety of reasons. Sometimes I am amazed when individuals believe that they are chosen for one particular trait and that trait only. Generally, I find it is a mixture, a collection of traits that make us attractive in selecting and being selected for friendships. Our criteria for choosing a person as a friend, it tends to be varied, but always uniquely personal. Being basic social animals in this world, I believe that the one similarity we as humans have is that we almost all recognize the need to have friends in our world. We are social animals, and for our health, we need to have friends and participate in the varying activities of friendship. We usually grow to define and recognize the differences between a friend and an acquaintance. Sometimes there are people who can never have an acquaintance. Everybody they've ever met and they know is a friend. There are others like yours truly who differentiate between varying degrees of friendship as well as varying degrees of acquaintanceship. Degrees are important. I pay attention, as I have stated before, to the prism of degrees. So whether we are talking about acquaintances or friends, I believe that it is important for us personally to understand, as well as when we try to share that concept with others, to recognize this prism of degrees. We not only use different criteria in selecting friends as the years pass, and our history grows longer and more mature, we find that friends come and friends go. Some friends do stay for a short time, and some are quickly replaced, and others may not be there or be replaced at all. Some people may stay with us for our entire lives. It is a true treasure for me that I am fortunate to know some non-family friends for over 50 years, and I consider it a true personal treasure. Others come and they go, and we do not replace them. Just as when we depart from the friendship circle of another, our place may be replaced by another person, or it may be left empty. Another firm belief that I, James Huey, have is that like most living things, friendships which are not growing with energy and attention expended on them tend to be in the process of dying. Friendships are living things. As a living thing, they tend to need our energy and attention. If they do not receive it, I personally believe they are in some degree of dying. Unfortunately, a friendship may be ignored over time with only an exchange of holiday cards or a birthday email until suddenly the two parties involved realize that they have a terminal case in their friendship. 
The saddest part is when the friendship dies and neither one of the individuals recognize that death has taken place. It just ceased to exist in their world. Usually friendships go through a process of dying, just like they go through a process of growing, becoming stronger, building on shared experiences and attitudes. But once they reach a very terminal or life support stage, I have found that it is difficult, if not impossible for me, to actually return to active life. Now, other people see this process differently, and there are individuals who will say that after a terminal period of time, they have been able to resuscitate the friendship. While being similar in the behavior of developing a friendship circle, the dynamics of these circles we develop tend to be unique to each person. A friendship circle for you is not the same as a friendship circle for me. The one for me is not the same as my neighbor or a family member or another friend. It is unique to me. For example, some people that I know choose one or two people for their friendship group. The rest of their world consists of varying degrees of acquaintanceship. I know there are others that have dozens of friends, lots of people that they believe are friends and the friends reciprocally believe the same. Some people choose friends for only those people who can be geographically close. They don't want anyone that they can't see on a regular basis. I personally value in FaceTime, being able to look and be present with another. But I am fortunate that I am able to have friends who live many geographic time zones far away from me. Other people can build their friendships around the world. I believe that time zones are a hindrance, but they are not an obstacle that cannot be overcome. Some people build their friendship circles and rely on similar interest and value systems. Some don't go with the similarities, but enjoy the diversity and difference of characteristics. Have I ever mentioned that building a friendship circle is a very personal and unique path? Well, if I haven't, please let me emphasize it at this point. And there is something that still amazes me how many people have hundreds, if not thousands, of so-called friends on social media outlets like Facebook. I personally can't see myself being capable of keeping up with hundreds, if not thousands, of friends. But these individuals, through their own personal path, their own personal definition, have chosen that anyone who will like them can be a friend on Facebook. Maybe that is just a characteristic of being a senior citizen. I believe that as we age, there seems to be a tendency to reach a maximum number of persons that an individual wants to have in their friendship circles. Now, once again, I'm defining friendship circle as someone with whom there is a true connection of friendship, not just anyone who happens to be someone who knows my name. At some point, I have found that we seem to stop acquiring close friends. We tend to stick with the ones we have chosen so far, and we often start building various degrees of acquaintanceship. 
It is almost as if we subconsciously recognize that we have reached the limited number of friendships that we want or the limited number that we choose to handle at any one time in the world. There is just one limitation, and this is generally reached at some point in our lives. It can be during the young years, the middle years, or the senior years. But it's almost like we recognize we only have so much time and energy. And as we get older, we have less energy. So what time and energy are we willing to invest in the area of our life called friendship? A very personal growth question, one in which we can use and approach in this whole area of self-study. Also, as we age, we can also tend to lose a lot of the situations where it is easier to build friendships such as school and work. Many of us may be content with the current number of friends that we have. It often successfully complements the increasing interest that we grow to have in things like having the lives of adult children, grandchildren, and of course the ever-present health issues. This means that we lose lots of opportunities to build new friendships. Few of us stop to reflect on this evolution taking place in our lives since personal growth may not be strongly encouraged in our society. Not everyone I know is fascinated with Power for Positive Living podcast and the opportunity to study and experience personal growth. The process of personal growth is a process that happens slowly and generally takes a long period of time. Changes in our friendships do the same. The process in our friendships evolves slowly and generally over a long period of time. As we age, we are faced with the challenge that as a group, we seniors tend to dislike most change, especially any that involves illness or death. We often choose not to think about it. One of the joys of choosing is that we as individuals get to decide whether we deny, we ignore, or we choose to address and make decisions We choose on how we want our friendships and our friendship circles to exist in our lives as the days and years pass. At some age, we often recognize that members of our friendship circle are dying. Unlike the days of our youth, it is usually difficult to replace that friend with another person. In my childhood, if someone were to drop out of my friendship circle, it was not very difficult, if at all, to have them replaced with someone else. However, as seniors, we suddenly discover that there is a hole in our friendship circle. These holes at this age are not easily replaced. The very opposite of when we were young. When we were young, People were replaceable. Now, in our senior years, these places once held by irreplaceable individuals, such as our historical friends, they become holes which remain empty as these friends leave or die. Some may discover that our desire to be the last one standing with a long life among our friends is no longer a desired goal. 
Yes, I do remember my younger years when I thought that the ultimate gift would be to let me be one of the last, if not the last one standing. I would be able to have friendships and have a long life, and that would be my gift for living. That isn't the same now. I recognize that the last one standing is quite a challenge. I recognize that it can get lonely in a hurry. And I've certainly heard this story over and over and over again from individuals who are older than me. They have changed from that desire to have a long life without family and friends to being able to recognize that family and friends will be the major determinant of the quality of life that they have remaining. Yes, it can get lonely in a hurry as the number of holes in our friendship circle may become more numerous with each passing year. I accept and recognize that loneliness is rough. Those with only one or two friends suddenly grow very dependent on acquaintanceships. Others recognize the value of investing time and energy into friendships which are still present. And they recognize that all of whatever time and energy they have and can invest can be invested in this family of choice. They recognize that this choice will enhance the meaning of whatever remains during our life journey. I believe, as with all aspects of our personal growth, you and I retain the power to define and the power to choose what we want with our friendship circle during our personal life journey. We have the power to define what we want in our friendship circle. We have the power to decide what we want to give to others as our gift of friendship, as well as determine the expectations we establish for what we want to receive from others as they give us the gift of friendship. Whether we nurture, whether we ignore, or whatever a variety of behaviors and attitudes toward the friendships that we have. Once again, friendships, I believe, are living. Therefore, they need our attention and they need all the support and healthy measures that we can provide. Otherwise, I believe that we are just waiting and eventually they will die. I believe that I am going to manage how I support the holes in my friendship circle and I am certainly going to offer through the process of personal retreating and self-study how to help others manage the holes that are occurring as they live and other people die or depart from their friendship circle. To me, there are a few areas that I call more critical than understanding the concepts of friendship, but it is an example of a lot of why this whole Power for Positive Living series was established. I believe our choices for giving and receiving the gifts of friendship have a significant impact on our health. It has an impact on our mental health, our emotional health, but I also believe that it affects our physical health. To me, the whole idea of self-study, it gives us increased options to use the knowledge that we have to improve this life journey. Therefore, I appreciate your kindness in listening to me share some of my views, some of my experiences on this whole journey of understanding the gifts of friendship. 
This is your friend and host, James Huey. I thank you for listening to me on these podcasts as I share viewpoints from my own experiences with wellness psychology. These are my gifts to you, my listeners. Please join me the next time as we continue to explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. Also, feel free to listen to other podcasts in this series, which are now posted on our website at pfpl.us. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I always encourage you to value and nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.